Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Hail Cheaters! Welcome to the Always Cheating Podcast. My name is Josh. I'm here with Brandon. Brandon, how are you? I'm good, Josh. The preamble before we hit record was both of us had made IKEA trips this weekend, yes. inundated yes. with decisions. Right, <laughs> yes. decision fatigue. Yeah. yeah. Now yeah. we are looking at the finally the game week 22 deadline, and it is the opposite. We are fatigued by not making fantasy decisions. Yeah. Now is the time. Let's do a pod where we talk about exactly the decisions we're going to make ahead of game week 22. Yeah, is it fatigue? Is it is it ennui? Is that what I'm? I'm I, I'm ready for the the FPL ennui to be lifted. I'm looking forward to. We're gonna have three days of matches, Brandon. Tuesday, Thursday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday. I don't know why I skipped Wednesday. Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday. Game week twenty two kicks off. It's been a we as everyone knows it was very extended two-week game week 21 and then an FA Cup weekend on top of that. So the month of January was basically a month off from FPL. And so I think we're all in an interesting spot right now because we haven't really had to make a lot of decisions. We, of course, we've been thinking about what we're going to do, yeah. but we haven't actually like like actually go in and make a, I have not gone in and made a transfer in several weeks, right? So go in, make transfers. We all have like 10 million in the bank, right? Because <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, most of us don't have a Holland or we're very liquid. Or, so yeah, we're all very liquid, and uh, now it's time to make some decisions ahead of Tuesday's Game Week 22 kickoff. So this is going to be a pretty short pod, pretty focused on Game Week 22 itself. Um, we are also going to talk a little bit right at the top here, actually, about the blanks and the doubles, because it's... In some ways, I don't know how many decisions you have to make ahead of game week 22. Maybe, you know, it's something... Start planting the seed a little bit. There's something... I guess the big thing, which I can just talk about right off the bat is that uh liverpool and luton may double in game week 25 uh sort of there's a logic to that happening uh liverpool and luton will um because they both advance in the fa cup they kind of have this match that needs to get made and and they blank in, in 26 they have this match that that needs to happen at some point uh and because of liverpool's commitments uh it's just very tricky to find a window when they can when they can play this game so we think that will happen but we don't know for sure it may be that by the time this podcast goes live, it's locked in. I suspect it won't be. I suspect we probably will have to go into game week 22 not knowing for sure what we're doing. And so is it, you know, when there's that much uncertainty, is that is, is there like the right, like a right decision to make? Like, do you, you know what I mean? Like, does it, because for me, it's like, if I knew for a fact that Liverpool was doubling at 25, it probably would affect my, my transfer strategy kind mm-hmm. of immediately. Um, for one thing, I'm not sure I would have dropped Trent, uh, going into game week 21. Although it, thankfully it worked out points wise. I did, I'm up four points. So I guess I'll think of it that way, Brennan. I'm, I was up four points on that transfer because I brought in a stupid on. So even if I bring Trent back, 
even if I had to do it for a minus four, we're going to call that even. Okay. We're going to be even Stevens on that one. So, um, but yeah, what do you think about this, this Liverpool double game week 25 if, if it happens? Well, isn't there, there's a potential then that Liverpool could blank uh, a few weeks after that. So mm-hmm. is the, que- is the question then going into the game week 22 deadline, what's the risk? I'm going to make a risk, bring in yep. an extra Liverpool player in the hopes that there's a double in 25. Some well, right. It's decent. twenty. It's twenty six. Is the was when they'll double. Those are the, the next the, game. Right. Week. Okay. Yeah. So, um, I tend to think right now we just kind of act rationally ahead of double game weeks. I feel like there are so many points up for grabs for engaged active managers that to take a hit to engage that uh, extra transfer going into a double is not as bad as it sounds. And it's probably better to have that, that extra information uh, farther down the line, as opposed to just trying to predict the future. As you talked about my move for Bowen uh, ahead of game week 21, and then he gets the injury because I acted too quickly. Now, of course, Bowen comes back, plays 90 minutes. So it's, not a problem, no harm, no foul, but there was still a risk that really could have blown up in my face. Now, the Liverpool thing also uh, feeds into the Jurgen Klopp announcement this week, right. and I have a strong feeling about Liverpool after this news that uh, and and Liverpool long suffering Liverpool not long suffering but long standing Liverpool fans yeah. will say suffered less than. Like every every other fan base except Man City, I would say has yeah. sure in in, in terms <laughs> yeah. of trophies. Let's let's yeah. say that as much. Yeah. Now, uh, I, I yeah, even long-standing Liverpool fans would say now nothing is 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 for certain, and you always plan for the worst. But I think this Klopp news puts all of the planets in line for Liverpool to win the title this season, and it also for me. Just on top of how well Liverpool have been playing this season, it's not going to stop. They're getting players back from injury. Andy Robertson just played in the FA Cup this weekend. Mo Salah, once he recovers from his hamstring, it's going to be a supernova of a team. Trent Trent coming back. Yeah. Uh So so this is all kind of a big roundabout way of saying, I kind of don't care about the double blank news with Liverpool because – this will be a focus of fantasy points for the remainder of the season starting now. Yeah, I think it, the thing is, I, 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 some ways it feels like, and again, I don't want to get, this is the problem I think with, 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 when you start to get too into, and this is, and I, I bring it out of the running order. So I, I, I take full responsibility here, but when you start talking too much about doubles and blanks, you end up in a position where you're, where it starts to, you focus almost all of your energy on preparing for these matches where people play for anybody who doesn't know, you know, double game mix are just when a team has to play twice and blanks are when, um, uh, the, the matches postponed, uh, either because of, in the case of game week 26, the league cup final, or because, uh, there's an FA cup match that has to play that has to take place. And, um, that runs at the same time as a, um, as a premier league weekend, it really is tricky. I was, I was trying to compare that. It's, it's, it's very unique to football, right? There's really mm-hmm. no other comparison. And, and like, in a, in a, there's no American sports equivalent. It's not like, uh, you know, there's some champions league of NFL and you're like, Oh, the lions are going to play this weekend. Cause they've got to go to, uh, you know, out of Mexico city to play <laughs> like at a, an NFL match. You know, it's, it's really, it's, it's very, um, 
it, you know, it's kind of rare the way, uh, the way it happens. And so it takes a little getting used to. And so I think, um, but in some ways this is all very normal. I think 20, you know, you almost, I mean, as, as long as you and I have been doing this, you always have four teams that don't play with the league cup final. You, um, I think the one thing that has changed a little bit over the years is that we have, um, the premier league has gotten, stronger and stronger kind of top to bottom and so you don't see quite as many fa cup upsets as you used to and so you tend to see uh premier league teams making it further and further into the fa cup which i think does create more blanks right more more game weeks where you can't play because all it takes is one team right to not be able to play for that entire match to get to to not be able to take place we have seen in, in some years um when like, especially during the COVID seasons where there was so much chaos that they would literally just take a man. <laughs> like it was like, you know, usually it'd be like two kind of bottom table teams that just had to play at some point. And they would just basically pluck that match into a game week, just move it in. Right. Just cause like it yeah. had to get played at some point. I don't think we're going to, I think it's in some ways we're going to be in a kind of more normal space now, which is your kind of typical blanks. Um, I guess, we will have a couple more, right? Because we had um, Man City. Um, well, actually, that one's already scheduled. That's for game week twenty-five. I don't know if anybody can even follow this. But it's such a, it's so complicated <laughs> to talk about this stuff. But like, so the, we we have one already, which is uh, Man City and Brentford. That match, they play twice in twenty-five, and that is because of the uh, Club World Cup, and that that took place in late December, and that's why that match was postponed. So I feel like it is useful to give a little bit of context, right? So that's mm-hmm. why you have a double in 25, because of the Club World Cup. In game week 26, Chelsea, Liverpool, Luton, and Spurs all don't play, and that's because of the League Cup final. Chelsea and... Um, and Liverpool are playing in that final. I think that's going to be a really fun match, by the way, especially like, like you said, the Klopp news sort of kind of looms over overall now. Right. And it mm-hmm. sort of, it does feel like a bit of an extra motivator. I don't know the, the big wild card to me, I guess with this cup final with, with the double and 25 um, is whether we want to, um, you know, like whether Sal is going to be back. Right. I mean, we, we suspect he will because he's just not known as a player who's, especially injury prone. Um, he is on the wrong side of 30, Brandon, as are you and I. So no shame in that, but Very uh, we're not, side, professional, yes. yeah, we're, but we're not professional footballers. So it's, it's not as important for us. We can just age not yet. Ungra- as ungracefully as we want. Um, and Hey, you know what? I never, I never have hamstring injuries. I just, uh, I just go about my day. <laughs> you mm-hmm. know? So maybe I'm actually doing better than him in a lot of ways, yeah. Brandon. And you and I yeah. can talk about that more later how much better i'm doing than than solid we could maybe do a section on it you know let's Mm -hmm. let's let's postpone that for now though so um so the situation is um that we we might have another double in gaming 25 we shall see uh brentford man city do double in 25 that'll have a direct impact on my transfer strategy for gaming 25 um chelsea liverpool luton spurs all blank in 26 and i mean to repeat myself here but just kind of to put it all back together and then in gaming 29 we got a whole lot of blanks coming up, Brandon. Uh, it could mm-hmm. be as many as, I think as many as six, possibly even seven, one blank. And so my kind of initial thought is just, okay, I'm just going to free it. Like I have done, I've, I've tried to do the, like the cute thing in the past where I'm like, oh, you know what? I'm just going to, 
I'm just going to get by with seven players or whatever, you know? And then I've been, and then you're like, I'm going to, but that sort of means I'm going to have to spend all of my transfers in the several weeks leading up to it on players that I don't really want, right. In order to have enough points for one game week. And so mm-hmm. my inclination right now is just, is just a free hit in 29. Um, again, we're, we're talking about game week 22 in this pod. So I don't want to go like crazy here with, with, with too much predictions. And again, um, and I'll give full credit to, to Ben Krellen here once again, as I, as I, as we always do, because, um, his specialty is sorting the stuff out and he does an excellent job at it. So you can go and find him on the hub and other places and, and, and get um, a really nice, um, kind of rundown of everything that's going to happen. But at the moment I have relayed to you on this pod with your help, Brandon, uh, exactly what we know so far. Okay. So that's, mm-hmm. that's what we know. Um, and, uh, and we'll see. And I think the one thing we haven't talked a lot about yet, yet, and maybe because it's because of the Holland situation is that man city have a double coming up in three weeks, right? Like yeah. that is, that's big news. Like that mm-hmm. is a possible triple captain territory move. And, and we could end up having a, a double. I mean, like if, if Liverpool and man city both double in 25, that is suddenly one of the most important, if not the most important game week of the season. But don't you think nobody's talking about the city double in game week 25 because many reasons. A, no one would ever invest in Manchester City defense because they're terrible. They've got five clean sheets on the year and there are no points. They, and they're, yeah. it's, they're they attacking they really returns attack are few returns. and far between. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. And yeah. on top of that, the rotation is a nightmare. So then, you know, the, the double for City is always caked in this sort of like, will they, won't they play? Yep. Holland is 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 the main reason why I'm starting to er, get more Erling excited. Holland. Erling Holland, yeah, the yep. Nordic yep. meat shield. Broad Holland. That, yeah, yeah, and uh, but he's so soon back for injury. Now he could come back in such scorching hot form heading into game week 25 that it'll be irresistible to not uh, to to triple captain him. But yeah. as it is, we haven't seen much of him in the last month plus and what we did see of him prior to the injury was he was not scoring the way he was uh at, at, at city just wasn't producing the same attacking rate that they were last season so i just yeah. think a lot of people are gonna be very hesitant to invest in and then chip on city in the game week 25 and then brentford on top of that who also double in 25 have the worst possible uh double game week lineup with liverpool at the g check g tech and then they play uh, at the etihad against city so even yeah. though ivan tony is back it's just like zero appeal for brentford assets <laughs> well i will tell you this brandon i will almost certainly be doubled up on man city but it'll just be some trio up front i will probably all end up with the same trio to be quite honest i I'll probably have Foden, KDB, and um, and Holland if he's healthy. Um, but let's. I, I want to table the Holland, or I mean, excuse me, the KDB talk because um, I want to talk about him uh, more in the actual game week twenty two preview. So um, that's that's where we are, though. I mean, did you have any final thoughts on the FA Cup weekend? Um, Fulham uh, got close, but didn't didn't quite get there did they it was sort of a late, sure they late they took Liverpool to a draw in the League Cup and then they. They kind of took that ineffectuality into the Newcastle FA Cup match and lost two nil. I there there weren't too many surprises. I think the big takeaway would be on Saturday, uh, 
Well, let's see. Uh, no, it was Friday when they were all these draws. So Forest um, drew against Bristol City, so there'll be a replay there. Chelsea played Aston Villa to a nil-nil draw. There's a replay there. Uh, so you've got three Premier League teams that then have to yeah. sort of like suffer through uh, another fixture and and the fatigue that comes along with that. I guess Chelsea is is really the big flag. We're kind of all falling away from Aston Villa assets anyway. I don't think we learned a ton from the Spurs-Man City match. I mean, uh, City really kind of, as they typically do at uh, White Hart Lane, struggle to score, but they finally... When when City struggle, who scores, Josh? It always has to be Nathan oh, Ake, doesn't it? Right. Nathan Ake or, or possibly... Um, Oh my gosh! What is the midfielder whose name is suddenly escaping? like Bernardo Silva? Uh, or uh, Rodri, Rodri, Rodri. Yeah, Rodri. yeah, yeah he, he yeah. will come through. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, I, I guess like if you're thinking about what type of rotation can I glean from the FA Cup fixture against Spurs? Oscar Bob on the left, now Grealish, Foden on Foden and Bernardo also in the attacking midfield. So no Doku. Yep. There uh, on the bench, you you had De Bruyne, you had Grealish, yep. uh, you had Doku, yeah. So, yeah, I mean the FA Cup, it just kind of came and went. I don't see much to apply to our decisions now, for game twenty two. Yeah, Jota uh, started today. I know you've been looking at Jota as a possible transfer for game week 22. Started, did score. Um, I guess you wanted him to start. I don't know. It's sort of tricky. Not play the it's, full it's, 90. Yeah. Yeah, not play the full 90. Um, you know, he didn't play in the second leg of the League Cup um, semifinal. So he is not, it's not like he's on 180 over the last mm-hmm. five days or something like that. So, you know, he'll almost certainly start. I think it's just a... And this is something that, you know, if, if Liverpool do double um, in 25, it's something we're going to have to talk about a little bit because there's just a lot of um, there's a lot of rotation up front. And um, I mean, honestly, the, maybe the safest player is Darwin Nunez. And uh, and you and I are going to have to reckon with that, Brandon. Um, yeah. Do I feel good about it? No, of course I don't. Do I uh, do I want to have him on my team? Obviously, I don't. Do I uh, do I think he's kind of fun in a sort of chaos, yes. chaotic sort of way, chaotic What's what's the chaotic neutral or what is that like uh, that chaotic, chaotic uh, bad chaotic good yeah, chaotic yeah. neutral yeah, <laughs> yeah so where do you put him on the where do you put Darwin on the spectrum I think exactly I think yeah. the best thing you could say about Darwin right now is he's risen from chaotic bad to chaotic neutral and I think That's a lot right. of people That's listening right. would argue yeah. that he's chaotic good <laughs> right now the sentiment yeah. around Darwin is so much more positive over the last yeah. few weeks than yeah. it was previously um, so. The blank in 26, I think, is the roadblock for Darwin. And that's where you get that that bias. Of like, I'm willing to take a flyer on a player I like in Diogo Jota and yeah. figure out what to do with the blank. A player I don't like in Darwin Nunez, maybe I'm going to blame the blank on me not getting him in. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I yeah, it's, it's hard. It's just hard to like, it's going to be very tricky with that blank. I... I think, well, you know what? Let's, let's, we've done enough blank and double talk right now. Yeah. Uh, you know, double talk. I like that. We, we've done a lot of double talk, Brandon. We've, mm-hmm. uh, we've, we've talked it's ourselves into team. corners and, and out of it, uh, over the course of this pod. Um, I want to get into, uh, you know, I, I think this is a pod where, um, 
you know, listen, we've had a lot of fun today, Brandon, but I think it's time for us to talk about game week 22, get down to brass tacks. But first I want to do a quick shout out to Patreon. Thank you all our Patreon supporters. We did a fun, uh, Patreon, uh, YouTube live. Uh, you're going to be seeing more YouTube stuff from the cheaters. You and I have been working on, on our thoughts on YouTube, possibly even making this very podcast that you're listening to the main feed podcast, a YouTube podcast. Mm-hmm. So, uh, I mean, you can listen to it now on YouTube, but you can't see our, um, our beautiful faces, Brandon, and so our mugs. So, um, so we're talking about doing that. Uh, more to come on that front. However, I want to say thank you. And my, and you know, by the way, we also had a special appearance from, uh, from from Q, my uh, my seven year old. Q joined us on the pod, so that was fun. not the uh, um, villain from Star Trek: The Next Generation. No, the final four letters of their name have been redacted. Um, but uh, Q joined us on the pod. And, uh, that was, that was a lot of fun. Uh, but, uh, yeah. So thank you to everyone who supports the podcast. If you would like to support the podcast, you can go to patreon.com slash always cheating. Uh, say thanks for what we do. Uh, we also, you can join our, uh, discord. And there was a suggestion from Nick, Brandon, Nick, Patreon mm-hmm. supporter said, said, uh, I am struggling a little bit with motivation. This is what he's, these are his words, not mine. He says, could we do a second chance league? And, I know that like the Premier League, the FPL does this, and but you know, but it's like nine million managers in it. Who cares? So it's like it's like yeah, yeah get great, out of here wow, with this. yeah. I, I lost it to somebody who hasn't <laughs> who hasn't made a transfer in sixteen yeah. weeks. That was that was super fun. Uh, I have decided that this is a good idea and that we should do it. Uh, I think sometimes when, when people do these second half leagues, though, they make the mistake of doing it when the festive fixtures are still happening and it's too chaotic and people forget to join. So I took a quick look uh, before we started potting Brandon at the calendar. And I have mm-hmm. decided that we are going to do a second chance league for always cheating Patreon supporters. And we're going to do it starting in game week 24. Okay. Game week okay. 24. There's a full week between game week 23 and game week 24, right? Game week 23 is February third uh game week 24 kicks off on february 10th so you have seven days to actually join this thing it's not like one of these chaotic right because if there's like midweek matches and no one's joining the league when you've got like a day to figure it out it's it's too chaotic i got stuff to do i'm busy yeah yeah exactly so we have um so game week 24 is gonna kick it off and i think i like this too because there'll be 15 full weeks between game week 24 and the end of the season right so that's a nice yeah clean number 15 weeks it's like honestly nfl fantasy is typically 15 weeks long as well they don't typically do the last uh couple of uh 15 or 16 but they don't they don't usually do the end because it gets a little chaotic it's kind of like the premier league itself uh you get a lot of rotation and Mm -hmm. things like that so we'll do a 15 week second half league and brandon what should the prize be for this league should we uh how about an nfl jersey of your choice and we if, could, wow, we could, not even premierly, just, <laughs> just no, we should totally, we should, uh, we should reach out to the NFL and have them sponsor this, uh, league as not the second half chance league. It is yeah. an NFL style, not an NFL okay. style, but just yeah. like how, the time span. I of, like, I like this. How about it's, we'll do, um, what's that, what's that like kit um, website, the like, um, where you can World buy soccer shop.com. Yeah. World soccer. Yeah. So maybe, maybe the rule is you can have. Anything as long as it's not a Premier League, like we're, we're going to force everyone to branch out here. So you can have, you want an MLS jersey? Great. Sure. You want uh, rugby? Love it. And, mm-hmm. uh, and maybe, maybe you and I will get whatever the winner gets as well. 
would that be kind of fun? And then you and I can like, I like uh, it. so, so yeah. if you, if, you know, if you want us to, to rep your like local club or you yeah. want us to, you know, whatever, whatever team, if you're like a Chicago bulls fan or whatever, we'll get, we'll do that too. So that will be kind of fun. And we'll take a picture of it and uh, we'll share it with. Uh, so with let's everybody. call it the second half premier league, non premier league chance league. I like it. And I, what I like about it is how elegant it is. Maybe we can find an acronym for it, you know, like uh, Agents of Shield kind of thing, and yeah. we can use that. So, uh, so we're going to do that for uh, for all of our Patreon supporters. Go to patreoncom slash cheating. Uh, we'll obviously we'll we'll post about this um, ahead of um, you know multiple times ahead of Game Week 24 to make sure everybody gets in. Uh, but that will be uh, so. Basically, the way that league will work is it will only count your points beginning of Game Week 24. You won't have to start a new team or anything like that. It's just going into game week 24, whatever team you've got, you start at zero and it'll go from there until the end of the season. So mm-hmm. uh, for anyone who's never done a second chance league, it is a great way to get motivated. And so if you have a sibling or a fan, you know, family member that you've been trying to coax into doing fantasy, maybe this is a nice kind of, um, yeah. Uh, I, <laughs> yes and no. I mean, if you're, if you're joining right now and then someone's got to explain blanks and doubles to you, it'll probably go about as well as it did with you and me at the top of this pod. But uh, <laughs> that is, uh, that is yeah. a possibility. So, um, anyway, patreon.com slash always jeans where you can go to support the podcast. If you're already a current patron, we'll make sure that you get into this league as well. Let's take a break. Brandon, we'll talk about game week 22. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. All right, Brenner, back. Game Week 22 kicks off on Tuesday. Five matches on Tuesday, three on Wednesday, two on Thursday, Oh, Brandon, this is this is always tricky because I I have meetings throughout all of this, and I'm going to have to invent I don't even know multiple dentist appointments, and uh, I'm going to be like, oh yeah, they had to go in. It was a deep clean. Uh, you ever mm-hmm. had a two part deep clean, by the way, at the dentist? <laughs> I have, uh, yes. I, I, uh, it was brutal. Like yeah. uh, he was like, oh yeah, well, you know, it's like it's so deep, you got to do you do one side and then come back for the other. And I assumed that it was brutal. because I was such a great patient and they really loved having me in. They're like, let's, yeah. let's concoct an excuse to get oh. this guy back sooner rather than later. It was so brutal. I never want to do that again. I'd rather just have rotting teeth, I think, than, than go through that again. Here's what you do. Uh, for people who w- work remote, you ever uh, on a on a video chat with somebody who clearly they're looking at a computer screen that their camera is not tied to. So they're looking away from the camera. 
right? And they're like looking at a spreadsheet and talking to you and you're kind of off to the side. But that works because you're all working. So I think you can pretend to be that person. What you're looking at is actually the TV or something like that. That's how you do it. Yeah. You pretend like you're second screening a spreadsheet, but it's actually uh, a premier league broadcast. Now, I've got to be in the office for two of these days, too. So it's going to be extra tricky. But, you know, you and I are used to that from the old <laughs> sure. days. You know, just uh, yeah. you get that phone, you you flip it over, you Top's have your done. headphones in. Yeah, it'll be fine. It's all, it's all fine. Yeah. Um, all right. So anyway, they kick off on, on Tuesday. And, and it's kind of an interesting mix of matches. I, I guess the marquee one is Liverpool-Chelsea because uh, Chelsea can can – can beat anybody. I mean, they're just, there's all over the place, right? I mean, they, uh, the league cup semifinals showed you exactly how all, all over the place they are, right. Going down one nil and then scoring six in the second leg. So you could really, uh, we right. could kind of see anything in that match, which is, you know, from a kind of neutral fan perspective, um, a lot of fun. Uh, so I think the, uh, the big match obviously is, is man city hosting Burnley. Um, and, um, you know, just looking at your squad though, what are your, what are your decisions ahead of game week 22? Like, what is, what are you trying to fix? Um, you know, we talked a little bit of this about a little bit about this on the Patreon pod on Thursday, yeah. but I don't know if you've had any more clarity or feeling any different about anything that you're right. thinking through right now. Well, I, I have two things that I, that I need to fix. One is my defense where I have Levi Caldwell, where I don't feel like he's assured of minutes and he's not a driver of big points. Additionally, I have Pau Torres at Villa, who is a perennial injury doubt. So, uh, and I think because of his injury situation, it's Pau Torres out for a Stupinon or Trent Alexander Arnold. And this, the blank, the blank news does, you know, it has some sway, but I'm going to stand by sort of what I said at the top of the pod about how I think Liverpool are just going to be such a juggernaut for the rest of the season that <clears throat> I might be willing to ride that blank in game week 26. Yeah. <clears throat> so uh, that's issue number one. And then I am considering a minus four to get some more firepower in my midfield. Cause right now the starting four across my midfield is Cole Palmer, Saka, Bowen and Sterling and Sterling mm-hmm. to Sterling either a the, city mid yeah. uh, maybe De Bruyne or Jota is uh is definitely a strong consideration for a minus four that leaves me sort of i i feel like i have to be content with my front three with alvarez Solanke, and watkins though uh the imminent return of holland where it pep has come out and said that holland is in good enough shape to get minutes it didn't mm-hmm. seem like he was intoning that holland would start against burnley but we could see some sort of a substitute appearance against burnley not a so obviously not a priority heading into the game week 22 deadline but who's going to become Holland and then who potentially could become Darwin Nunez if if that 25 double does arrive or if we just really want to go all in on Liverpool so that's sort of like secondary goals are to reshape my front three but primary goals for 22 is number one defense and number two possibly a hit in the midfield yeah I would feel good about going Jota myself if we get confirmation of a 25 double. Yeah, I would say that's, me too. that that would feel like a, a, a strong move. I'm in an interesting position right now. I have I have zero Liverpool players because I dropped um, 
uh, Trent, um, uh, head of Game Week 21, and um, obviously I don't have Salah either. So obviously um, if they do double, I'm uh, I'm undercovered in a, in a big way. I have two Man City players already. And so this is where it gets a little bit tricky because Odegaard, I have Odegaard who's done nothing. Um, I have Odegaard. I mean, Saka has done nothing really either, but I have Odegaard, Odegaard and Saka. It's, it's, it feels like a lot. Um, however, it also doesn't feel like a, like I could certainly get by with starting Odegaard away to Forest. I, it's mm-hmm. not like that's, I don't see that as being like a, like a match where Arsenal are going to be held to less than a couple of goals in that match. Right. So holding him for a week would be okay and hope that I get a little bit more information about, um, about what's going to happen. And, you know, with, with, with some of the doubles, um, because I already have Foden and Alvarez though, if I decide to bring in hot, like it's just sort of like I, in theory, I could like, I, I don't know that I want to be doubled up on Alvarez and Holland anyway, because with KDB back, I, I just don't know how often we're going to see Alvarez, KDB, oh, yeah. and and Holland all starting at the Alvarez same time. Alvarez has got to go at this point. Yeah. And it's kind yeah. of, it's honestly been a long time coming. Because uh, uh, like he's not been. Weeks. Yeah. yeah, exactly. <laughs> I've had, I think I've had him every week since like, since my wild card. And there's always been a feeling like, oh, it's probably time to, to drop. Yeah. And then the, the Holland injury obviously came. And, but, I, I, you know, obviously I can't drop Alvarez ahead of 22. I mean, he's he's got to be a lock for. 22 right i mean i i, I would he's not expect he's captainable i would not expect holland to start this match or possibly even make the bench right i mean we'll see like you know the thing is because there are two matches there's a the midweek match and then the weekend match i think that there is um you don't necessarily need to even have holland play this burnley match right like you could you could wait until the weekend if he's not quite ready yet um KDB and Trent are are both kind of in an interesting spot, right? Because Mm -hmm. Trent, you would expect him to come back and start at midweek, but it's like they, again, because of the weekend match, it does, does he start both of those? Like, is he he in that spot already? Does KDB start both of those, right? Like we haven't seen KDB start twice, two times in, in, in a week, like since last year, right? So suddenly is it worth having an 11 million player who, I mean, obviously we saw in the Newcastle, he match, says himself, Josh in yeah. public, I am not yeah. ready to start a match. So, you know, it's all of these, these ex- doubts <laughs> right. from our own experience and yeah. the old man's own words. Exactly. So it's, so part of me, so I'm, I'm sort of, part of me is like, maybe I just don't make any, any moves right now. And I just sort of keep my, you know, like, sort of just like hold my, hold my transfer and wait for a little more information. I don't like that because that is a a more passive style than I've been trying to play the last few weeks. The last few weeks I've been really going for it, right? Like just making a transfer that maximizes that game week. And I'm, I'm willing to take hits to do it. And it has, whether it's coincided or directly led to a like big rise in rank, I have been, it feels correlated to me. Right. And so mm-hmm. it's like, I want to, I want to keep that kind of um, momentum going. And I, I don't. And so Odegaard to somebody feels very appealing. Now it's kind of interesting when I plug my team into FPL review, free plug here, happy to do it. Uh, they suggest Richarlison, which is an interesting option. And Richarlison, uh, they host um, uh, Brentford at home, uh, they have a nice four-week run. Uh, Brentford, Everton, Brighton, Wolves. 
Then they do blank in 26, however, and, um, and they don't double in 25 either. And so, and I don't really love Richarlison. <laughs> and so it's a little, I don't so love like that, that I don't run. Feel, I, no, I don't think that's okay. a great run. It's I mean, a, it's, it's, a, it's better bad. than most, yeah. but it's, it's not like, wow, it's not as sparkling yeah. as say Brighton's run, Luton You're Palace, right. Spurs, Sheffield United. Yeah. Let's, let's take these one at a time, right? Brentford, <laughs> Brent, Brentford is, um, Brentford's fine. Brentford's defense is, is, um, like ridiculously bad. Yeah. And, uh, Everton away, they have been good at home, but this is, a, I mean, Everton literally lost two one at home yesterday to Luton town. So I don't know how much we can like, how much of a fortress we can, we can call Goodison at the moment. Right. Um, Brighton at home, probably a good fixture, but Brighton have also tightened things up, right? They have uh, two clean sheets in the last two matches. I mean, they did, I think they, was yesterday's match like a five, two was kind of a crazy, yeah. they were the ones that scored five, but still. Um, and, uh, and then, uh, and then wolves at home and wolves are another team that have, that have played a lot better defensively, uh, in the last uh, several weeks. And You'll so, remember the return fixture, which we watched from the cozy confines of Selhurst Park right. hospitality. And it that's was a two, right. one victory late. Forgot about that. Wasn't wolves. that like a one nil until yeah. like the 90th minute or something like yeah. that? Like crazy. Yeah. And then yeah. wolves yeah. just sort of like, uh, uh, it took the, the, the handbrake off, you know? Yeah. That was like, that was, yeah. The Pedro Poro experience where you're, you're almost always going to get something from him, but mm-hmm. it's always, it's, it's always going to come with like some weird, it's, it's, mm-hmm. it's like a, it's like Dirty a returns. when, when walking Phoenix, you know, shives him with the knife, you know, right before mm-hmm. he puts the, uh, yeah. the, the armor on. That's, yeah. that's, that's an that's, honorable that's what, death. It was an honorable death. That, that's Poro. It's like, you might win, but it's a, it always feels like, uh, you know, it doesn't feel like a total victory. Yeah. Um, yes. I don't know if that metaphor actually, uh, makes yeah, not necessarily. Sense. Yeah. Not, neither of our metaphors really worked in that situation. No, but, but we we're having, we we're having fun, uh, with it, Brandon. And despite it being totally wrong. So I think, um, I don't actually know why I don't, I, I really wish we had a little more clarity on the, on whether the Liverpool were going to play twice in 25 and, I suppose I'm just going to wait until Tuesday and hope that I get a little more information. My inclination at the moment is to just kind of go for it with, with Kevin DeBrenna and just, and just bring him in and hope that we get some starts out of him. But I really want to get a sense from the forums. And this is just me being honest right now, right? Like I, I haven't made a decision yet. And I don't want to sound like I'm like, I'm like, I'm, um, equivocating too much, but I just, I haven't, I, I, I don't want to lock myself into a decision for a couple more days. Right. Because it'll basically be the after like Tuesday in our case, early afternoon, right. When we've got to lock our teams in. And so mm-hmm. typically you'll get some press conference information. You'll get some team forum stuff. You may get some leaks about lineups. So I'm just going to kind of wait a little bit. I also, uh, you know, in my situation, I have Gabriel, um, who is still flagged as well. The Arsenal uh, central defender. And what, whether he plays or not is a, is a big factor. I'm also a little, I have Isak as well, still haunting my team a little bit, Brandon. And I can't quite tell what's going on with Callum Wilson. Like not only is he, is there like a, a chance that he might be transferred out, but like, I know that he's been battling. Like he didn't even make the 18 for, for Newcastle uh, in yesterday's match. For, so are yeah, we uh-huh, like, uh-huh. I, how much longer is, so he's got this calf injury still. So we have to assume he'll still, if he didn't even make the 18, I can't see him starting at midweek for Newcastle. Right. So I probably no. just, 
yeah, I probably just roll with Isak for for one more Easy. week and hope easily. Hope I hope I get away with it. So I think like my instincts tell me, oh yeah, and then they play Luton at the and on Saturday too. You're so, fine. Yeah, yeah Isak is not a yeah. problem. Yeah. Um, so my inclination right now is to is honestly to roll, which which uh, again I explain why I don't love that. But when in doubt, just burning a transfer to do it does not feel like, unless I see like clear upside here. The one thing is that when I look at my bench, I, I literally don't have a healthy player on it. <laughs> so mm-hmm. there's, there's a little bit of risk there. Like if one single player comes down with any kind of injury, I, I may have no bench options at all. And that is um, a little suboptimal, right? You know, I, I was thinking about Liverpool and uh, you can say a lot of things about Klopp and, and the emotional roller coaster they're about to embark upon. The upcoming final that Liverpool and Chelsea are going to play, if you look back at all the results from recent years for Chelsea v. Liverpool, yep. the start of the season, Chelsea hosted Liverpool to a 1-1 draw. Prior to that, and let's go all the way into the COVID season. I'm working backwards, Josh. The results yep. of them playing together, nil-nil, 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 2-2. We're now we're in January 2022. 1-1, 0-1, 0-2. It's generally not, um, it's not a, 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 yeah. a, a fun affair. No, However, it's weird. It's weirdly <laughs> unfun usually when they play each other. I don't know why that is exactly, but yeah. And why is it? I still have this strong feeling that Liverpool are just going to actually rip them to shreds on Wednesday. Uh, clearly, that can't be based on any historical reference because uh, it's not yeah. even been true under Pochettino at Chelsea. Oh, totally. But it's, you know, it's the, it's the clap factor now. There's the... Um, uh, Holland being or Arsala being out, I I think it's a I think it's a hard one to predict. I would expect both teams to score. I'll say that much. I think that um, I don't see yeah. Liverpool keeping a clean yeah. sheet in that match. So um, that's something to think about. I guess if you're looking at Trent as a possible option. So yeah, that it's it's like there is the ultimate passive move is for a fantasy manager who has Raheem Sterling is to keep Raheem Sterling and say like, <laughs> well, maybe visit uh, his hometown I, club. <laughs> yeah so you know they're speaking of history there there it is right there and yeah. that's the position i find myself in. that is like the ultimate brandon move of well you know raheem maybe you'll do something you know i don't think you should i i i think you should take a minus four i really do i think you should uh you should grab a defender and a midfielder and just i think you need the juice i think you need the <laughs> juice to have two fresh players going into this going into midweek i yeah. think I think I think you need to be like fired up a little bit. I think you're when, right. When, I think yeah, you're right. Yeah. 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 I, I yeah, um, I need there yeah. there needs to be a spark because there ain't no fire in this team right now. And I'm the manager, Josh. Yeah, I'm the, exactly. I, I'm the manager. I need to bring that fire into the locker room. So uh I, I agree with that. Yeah. So, all right. So those are yeah. our teams. What else do we Just need get to Trent, consider? Yeah, get Trent and Joda. That seems like fun. You know, just risk it. I, I if I do anything, I think I'll differentiate between. I'll get maybe one Liverpool, one City guy. I think okay. is kind of how I'm leaning. So we are uh, in an interesting spot right now with captaincy. Uh, it's no Salah, no Holland, no uh, Son, uh, Watkins out of form. Other players that w- that we might consider. So the captaincy is is pretty wide open this week. Um, the again, if you look at some of the stat tables, uh, Richarlison is way on top. Saka, who just 
somehow we've talked about this before kind of the worse he performs the higher he seems to go on the stat tables it's it's i, I guess i should say performs from a fantasy perspective i suppose there are things but also like, I, I don't know it feels i don't know i don't know what i'm saying honestly like my my brain is telling me that he's out of form uh but i don't know i guess i, I guess the underlines are still there and I, i'll i'll acknowledge those and i don't want to sound like old man yells like cloud here but uh it's to me Saka is not a captain option he's not somebody i would consider um richarlison i guess if i had him i might consider him but my inclination is to is to look at that man city match and try to find the right player to captain mm-hmm. for that match mm-hmm. and so at the moment my bus team brandon if i get hit by a bus in the next two days i am going to be going into game week 22 with phil foden captain who i don't think i've ever captained in all of my all of his many years in fantasy i don't think i've ever once gone into a game week with him captain but my feeling is just that he's going to i just can't see him not starting this match right uh, I don't know if that's a double negative, but I, I think he's very, very likely to start this match. And it just feels like the kind of match where he's going to be kind of looking forward to beating up on a bad team, right? Like he's just going to kind of go for it. Is, uh, you know, to worry about Vincent, Vincent company going back to his old squad. Is there any, he, kind might, of, he uh, might suit up for this one. You never he might know. Suit, it might help. Yeah, exactly. So, but I, I think that um, I, I could see, well, that actually is interesting. I mean, just, just cause I brought it up. Maybe Pat doesn't pour it on as much because it's company. Nah, is that is that nah. a thing? I don't know. That's a great I guess way he's to like, show respect is to and pour also, it on. That is true, actually. I mean, Man City have, have slaughtered Arsenal a few times under Arteta. So that's I think we can put that one to bed. Um, but yeah, I think that I would probably, my inclination would be to go Foden because I think his ceiling's a little bit higher. Uh, Alvarez, who I think is very likely to start, probably very likely to get an attack in return in that match, but just seems in general to have a lower ceiling. And then KDB is, is the wild card option, right? Because um, it's just not clear to me if he'll even start this match. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. And uh, we were, we were saying in uh, KDB, if he doesn't start could potentially be like the worst pick. Uh, for game week 22, unfortunately. Or we'll get another Newcastle thing where right, he doesn't start and then he just comes on and scores 19 points. Anyway. Yeah, that's that's kind of like fear-mongering there. Yes, and I, I can't play there, that you know, all, yeah. all, all, he, he still remains a, a fun and interesting pick. But I'm, I am on a, uh, a Julian Alvarez captaincy right now on my bus team. He is my only... City player, so I do agree with you that that City Burnley fixture is the one to target. I did put the vice on Bakaya Saka, just you know, gotta respect the stats and respect what a what a great way to tip your hat to stats is just like a completely meaningless (laughs) vice captaincy. (laughs) So, uh, now vice captaincy has come into play at earlier parts in this season, so for fair enough, but I, I, I think that's the way I'm gonna play it. If I did bring in Jota, I I mean, speaking of lack of respect, I have no respect for the Chelsea defense, especially at Anfield. I think a Liverpool attacking captaincy on Darwin or Jota has some legitimacy to it as well. I think that might be kind of like a the curveball hipster captaincy pick, maybe. I think I think that's fine. I mean, I got, Richarlison, I suppose, has to fall into that hipster captaincy because I don't think he's going to be heavily captained, um, and he's certainly at the top, top. He's at the top of these stat tables. I think um, I do think though that Man City. It's it's just because it's hard to pick the right option, right? Or like hard to feel like really confident that you're picking the right option. Sorry about that. Um, hard to feel confident you're picking the right option. I think that. Um, uh, 
you you still have to go for it because it, it's just it feels like that could be like a five nil kind of match goals let's see some goals let's see some bloody premier league football shall we yeah i think i mean what about bowen would you give any thought to him i mean i know it hasn't really it didn't work out the first time you had him but um you know west ham hosting bournemouth i mean i, I do see goals in that match possibly i have enough respect for bournemouth to not think that and and west ham have not exactly been high flying uh, of late i think having bowen feels like enough to me i mean bowen's ownership percentage right now just overall in the game is under 27 percent. i feel like to captain him in an uncertain run of form for the team and the player just feels like too big of a risk without uh the promise of a big upside yeah so just to like put a button on the kdb thing for a second we we don't feel great about him as a captaincy option just because of the the risk of of him not starting but does that totally take him out of consideration as a transfer for you it just okay so you know we haven't mentioned the always cheating brand yet make fantasy fun again Mm-hmm. I I feel like the fun aspect of De Bruyne can outstrip the pragmatism that you might feel about okay. him. I think just to be like real and shrewd, De Bruyne, he 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 feels like just like larded with risk. Um, larded. But, That's a fun yeah. word. I, I need to use yeah. that more often. Yeah, let's do that. Um, so it's, this is your make fantasy fun again. Uh, we're, we're larding the always cheating universe with fun. Okay. So I, I think, fun. I think KDB, uh, passes the transfer test because he's just going to be bloody fun to have. It's my second use of the word bloody in this podcast. Okay. I think you're right. I think he's, I think he's super fun to have as well. I, they, they double in 25. So I don't know. Are you going to get, it's just like, it's, it's just like a proceed with caution sort of thing. Like, if you bring him in and he doesn't start, you can't go. I mean, I guess you, you can do whatever you want, but I recommend <laughs> not not going onto Twitter or our Discord or whatever and being like, "What a disaster!" Oh my god, I'm freaking out. Like, you just have to accept that you may not get starts out of him, and that he can still come off the bench and do something. And and I would say with a midweek match and a weekend match, he's going to start one of those two matches. I think there's a yeah. good chance of that. So does he start both? I think that's extremely unlikely. So that so is, is the way to look at De Bruyne is not necessarily in the Burnley fixture vacuum, but also I don't think it's worth picking De Bruyne up for some sort of long view. Like what's De Bruyne going to do starting now for the rest of the season? Because yeah. I think we're going to be having this debate about De Bruyne for the rest of the season in terms of, his fitness. So I, I feel like if you transfer him in, there's two to possibly four, two to four game weeks in which you test him and he's meant to reward you. That's how I would view it. I think that's, yeah, I think definitely not long-term, but okay. This is actually something we talked about. I think a little bit on last week's pod, which I think is still relevant here, um, which is that he, effectively creates the slot in your team for a 10 plus million player, right? So he like exists 
to get replaced by Son or Sala <laughs> in, a, in a handful of weeks, right? Wow, so, he's like the main character in uh, Never Let Me Go, the Ishiguro novel. He's just like a, he's yeah. cloned to be have his organs harvested like by that. Son and yeah. Sala. I was thinking maybe it was like a Blade Runner and he only has like a four yeah. year, you know, life sure. window. It's like a, sure. he's like a, you know, a clone. It's good, you know, yeah. don't they like die after four years, right? And sure. so it's like Android, a, yeah. Yeah, does Kevin DeBrenna dream of electric sheep is... It's a good name for this week's pod, Brennan. If we were, you know, we don't do oblique <laughs> names, but sometimes I wish that we did. All right. Yeah. Well, this is we're we're almost we're almost done here because I really want to focus on on game week, uh, on game week twenty two. We we talked a little bit about what's what's to come. We talked about captaincy. So at the moment, I'm on, um, uh, you know, I'm on um, Bowden. That may change, but I kind of like it just because it feels like a fun pick. It's it, mm-hmm. it's a make fantasy fun captain pick as long as you know it's sure. in the in the same vein as your KDB make fantasy fun transfer option. Mm-hmm. So um, I want to do uh, two things here. Okay, uh, one is um, the MFFA game of the week, Brandon. Um, so if you are busy, you're, you know, you're East coaster like us and these matches are all in the afternoon. What's the one match you want to sneak away and try to watch over the next yeah. uh, three days? I got us. So we, we've been talked a lot about the Liverpool Chelsea match. And I, I think that really is going to be, uh, the one with the most consequence in the table. I, I mean, a equal a consequence would be Villa Newcastle. And that's the one I'm actually really intrigued by because, I think both teams are kind of yeah. in interesting moments in their yeah. form and Newcastle really need to sort of pick up the pace if they're going to get any sort of European slot. And Villa are also risking kind of slipping away from the top four conversations. That feels like the one I want to watch. Yeah, I think that is a great pick. I don't really know what we're going to get out of that match. Um, and yeah, we may not, there may not be any trippier too, right? If he's like, we don't really know, right? He came off injured yesterday. Yeah. He sure did. Yeah, it, it does. It kind of, it's kind of crying out as a nil nil sort of yeah. not high flying sort of a match. Good. Good match to have Isak in then. That'll be fun. <laughs> uh, or, or Watkins, for that matter, who's really uh, suffered a dip in form. Yeah. I, I still may get Tony for 25. We'll, we'll, we'll see. I mean, I, I guess Dar- T- Darwin would probably be the preferable pick if uh, if Liverpool do double in that I match. love that as a rallying cry, Tony for 25. It feels like uh, I'm driving by the local Walmart and I see that in the uh, in the in the store window. Uh, yeah, Tony, Tony for 25. Yeah. 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 You think that, or is that like a, it sounds like a, uh, like a bad, like a cheap off brand liquor, doesn't it? Like uh, two, two Tony's for, for 25. <laughs> two Tony's. <laughs> I like that. So, okay. All right. Let's do, um, one last thing here. We never, this is, this is a new feature, Brandon, that I've just made up on the spot here, which is, um, but sometimes this can be useful when it comes to captaincy and, and, and defensive transfers. Um, of these 10 matches, Brandon. What mm-hmm. is the highest scoring match of these 10? And what is the lowest scoring match of these 10? <laughs> okay, which, which match has the most goals and which has the fewest? You know, I do wonder if Arsenal are just going to put like seven past Nottingham Forest. Uh, in, in what manner? Uh, who could say? Who yeah. could say? And also, I would uh, assume that Forest would score two in that particular match. <laughs> yeah. So I'm thinking nine goals might be the floor for Forest yeah. Arsenal. 
It does feel like a pretty high scoring match. I, I agree. I mean, Man City, you'd expect goals, but I, I, it feels like that one's going to be a little more one sided, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and Liverpool, Chelsea, just all that way you were just saying before, it does feel like that match is so frequently a dud. It's hard mm-hmm. for me to, be, to think that that's going to be like a wide open affair. Um, I think what about that Wolves, uh, Spurs, Manchester Brentford. United. Sorry, I just talked over your your shout there. Uh, let's come back to my interesting pick. What did we yeah. say? Spurs. Well, I was something? gonna say Spurs Brentford to me just feels yeah. like another match that could be really wide open on both sides. I mean, yes, it's almost like cheating to ever even have Spurs in this conversation because it feels like there's always a chance you're gonna see seven goals in kind of any Spurs match. But that one feels like that has the potential to be a, a, a you know pretty high scoring game. Yeah. Yes. Agreed. We finished the game week with Wolves Manchester United, which I think was one nil to start the season uh, for Manchester United. Here we've got the reverse. Uh, Who could say what to expect from Manchester United? But this feels like a very low scoring match. Yeah, I kind of, yeah, I think that that one or Palace Sheffield, that's hard to see that as a, as an especially high scoring match either. Right. That's a, feels like a, that could be a, that's a tough watch. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. You, you've heard of pure watches. This is the always cheating tough watch. <laughs> All right. Well, that is, that's your pod. Uh, we wanted to get this one up and out nice and quickly. So, um, you know, stay, we'll have another uh, hour and 50 minute pod just around the corner, Brandon, I'm sure of it. So, mm-hmm. Uh, thanks everyone for listening again. Thank you to everyone supporting the pod uh, on Patreon. Uh, again, we're going to kick off that uh, second chance league in game week 24. So you got a couple weeks to make your transfers and, and get ready for that and start your thinking on that. So, and I think that we have, I actually have already forgotten the name of that contest, Brennan. It's you? the uh, second half premier league, non-premier league chance fantasy league, I think is contest. what we're calling contest yeah, yes fantasy league mm-hmm. contest yeah nice and so nice nice and simple and easy to remember so that that's what we're going to do it's going to kick off give me 24 so if you want to join that go to patreon.com slash always cheating by the way earlier on brennan i forgot to mention uh miles uh welcome to new patreon supporter miles uh much appreciated um uh, you uh becoming hey, uh, our newest our newest patron uh so brennan do you want to thank our producer patrons yeah, and for the tardiness, we'll throw Miles here in the in the list uh, for one nice, week only. Miles, don't get any okay. uh, big head about this. But also <laughs> thanks to producers Mike DePietro, Trevor Ingerson, our buddy Chris Howell, Babas Kuhn, James Holland, Dave Wagner, Lodal, Nick Wright, Lazarus Yanos, Bruce Kerr, Brian Chin, Blair Jacobson, Todd Byerly, Andy Portlock at FPL Merch, Kerry Swanson, Jefferson Turner, Buffalo Wildmings, Francis Moore, Sam Shower, Caleb Robbie, Volker Polson, Kruger, Alex Holcomb, James Keatley. The Saint, Bob Fox, Craig Jackson, Charlene F. Kadakia, Terrence O'Donnell, Keith Cram, Thomas Tislov, Noah and Louise, Travis Grant, Linus Vennerstrom, Dan Parsons, James C., Matthew Skinner, Fro Jacobson, Brennan, Daniel Hart, Lolly, Ben Coombs, Eric Kite, Gareth H., and Rune Sandberg. Rate, review, subscribe wherever you get your podcast. Follow us wherever you get social media. Visit our website, alwayscheating.com. Uh, I'm excited to have fantasy back josh midweek yeah, or, or or and all let's go i'm excited to make fantasy fun again i'm excited mm. to have uh, actual matches that count i guess i like them i want the cluster back i don't like one match at a time i need five no. brandon i'm a yeah. i'm a child of the uh i may be a millennial brandon but i've got a gen z heart you know i, I need a lot going on all the time mm-hmm. um all right well thanks everyone for listening and i'll be back next week uh and, and thursday of course with our bonus patreon pod so talk to you soon bye
Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.